Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Drop the Gloves. I'm co-host Charlie. And I am co-host Mike. Welcome to a show where we drink beer, make up the opinions, and the shenanigans, they don't matter. That's right. The shenanigans don't matter. Just like the intro to this show, it does not matter. <laughs> so, with that being said, Mike, before we get into any shenanigans, sports opinions, and the beer itself, where can Drop the Gloves Army find you and the show? They can find me. Find the show. On Facebook at Drop the Gloves Podcast One, and then they can find me on Twitter at Gloves Mike. And then they can also find you on Instagram at Drop the Gloves Mike, right? Correct. And then they can follow the show itself on Instagram at Drop the Gloves Podcast, all lowercase, all one word. Check us out over there between uh, all the shenanigans and sports and opinions that take place here on this show. And uh, be sure to subscribe to this show. Uh, on our hosting platform, Anchor, which hit 1,000 listens last week. <laughs> We've hit the 1,000 mark. Woo! So thank you, Anchor, and thank you to the people who listen to us on Anchor. Check out their partner platform, Spotify, and we are also on Apple, Amazon Music, and Mike's favorite, Google. F you, Google. And with that, let's start the show. All right. Oh, Charlie. I'm glad it's Friday, buddy. I, I am so glad, too. So, last week, guys, we tried the... Um, I'm not going to try and pronounce the name. Kurt did it. Go back to last week's episode, The Big Red Rant, featuring our uh, baseball guru, Kurt. Um, that was a pretty good episode. Kurt did pretty good last week with that show. He It made up for the first time that yeah. he was on. Um but uh, he, he pronounced the beer name or the, the maker name pretty well. Yeah. And I'm not going to try. Uh, we're not, yeah, we're not butchering it tonight. We I don't know. have Kurt here to, uh, to uh, save our rear ends. No, so. This one's pretty easy. Yeah, this one is. This one's pretty darn easy. <laughs> and so we're going to go to the United Kingdom. We started in Germany. Now we hopped over to the United Kingdom. And we're going to try this Monty Python's Holy Grail. Amber Gold Ale tempered over burning witches. She turned me into a newt. Your mother was a hamster, and your father, your father smelt of elderberries. And if you come back again, I shall taunt you for a second time. I'm sorry, I love that movie. I, it's it's my the favorite. best. It, it is my favorite Monty Python movie. And uh, it says here it is brewed and canned by Black Sheep Brewery. Oh, wow. That's my kind of brewery. Oh, that is just awesome. That is my kind of brewery. I think I would fit in there. I think me and Redbeard would fit in over in the Black Sheep uh, Brewery. That is awesome. Imported exclusively through Eurobrew in Ashland, Massachusetts. Huh. All right, Mike. Uh, did you happen to see the... Uh... I, was I was looking for it. It's not on here. Guess what? You know what? You know what that means. It uh, should be a good beer. Yeah, heels, yeah. All right. On your mark. Get set. Crack it. Yeah. Oh! Oh, no! Party foul! Party no, foul. it's not party foul. That thing uh, just started foaming up. Yeah, what did you do? Shake these? No! I didn't shake it. I'm not going to lie. To be honest with you, Charlie. Yeah. I I've had or I have 
I haven't tried it, but I got one of these sitting in my refrigerator that's been there for probably about two years. And I just butchered that pork. Uh, once again, you made me make me look bad. Yeah, well, uh, so, I'm not trying. I really ain't. Uh, so that's that's got a lot of head, and it looked like I just pissed myself too. It, the color is a lot better than the um, the Hellas was last week. Yeah, this week. is a it's a little darker, but I well, mean, well, it's more over witches. Yeah, I mean, you know, the witches give off that evil power. Yeah, dark soul nature or whatever. So, all right, well. I'm gonna drink for the can drink from the can while I wait yeah. for this to settle. I mean, I gotta clean up my mess here shortly. There you go. You sure? Yep. Okay. Supposed to say hockey towel. I uh, seriously, it's all over my shorts. I, I feel like I pissed myself. <laughs> all right, Mike. Cheers, Cheers buddy. To the Holy Grail. That's not bad. I would definitely drink this again. Oh yeah. I would drink this while watching Monty Python and the Holy Grail. <laughs> yeah. And quote the movie word for word. The other nights will say nee. 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 Yeah, you take a sip every time they say nee. Nee. It's merely a flesh wound. Sorry guys, you're gonna get you're gonna get yeah, lines I, from the movie. I was about to say they're they're gonna get a lot of this probably tonight as we drink. But yeah, that's not that, bad. Dude, that's Freaking the bomb.com. In my in my Iron Maiden uh Brewdog glass. There you go. Which is also from England. You know what? We could have went to the brew or Brewdog and got that in downtown Cincinnati. Yeah. And gotten beer. It technically it's from Cincinnati, but it's they're from Yeah, the guys the, are from, from the UK. I think they're from Scotland, aren't they? The brew dog guys? I think so. I thought they were both Scottish. Well, Scottish is you. I know Scottish is part of the United Kingdom. I was just trying to think where they were actually, what province in the UK they were actually from. And I think it's Scotland. But uh, did you ever watch their show, uh, Brew Dogs? Y yes, I did. And I loved it. I, I watched the episode where they were uh, trying their trying to do their own version of the mint julep I did in, see that. in Louisville. Yeah, they, they brewed it in Louisville. Yep. Um, I saw that one. Uh, I saw where they went to uh, Boston and they tried to make, um, I don't know what kind of beer it was, but they actually visited the Sam Adams Brewery up there in Boston. Yeah. And uh, they were trying to create uh, a, a beer for the, mass, for the Boston Massachusetts area and there's also another episode that I do remember where they tried to brew a beer underwater hmm. I don't know where though but I do remember them like strapping on like scuba gear going yeah. down to a bottom of uh, either a lake river or whatever and they were just trying to trying to brew a beer underwater interesting yeah I did see an episode where, where they were in San Francisco I don't I, remember. I don't remember what they were trying. I want to go back. And then there was this other show. It was like fall. It was on Esquire. The show was on Esquire. Yeah, so was Brewdogs. Brewdogs was on. Yeah, Esquire. And it, it, I think the show. It was like comedian. Two comedians, not real famous, but they went to bars. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I know you, what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they went to like. Um, 
was it, I think it was called like America's Bars or something like that. They would go to all these bars that had like interesting backstories, backstories, historical significance, or like certain or something unique that gave yeah. them a gave them a certain appeal to it. And yeah, I do. I I remember that show because there was one where they went bowling. Uh, in this one bar, but it only had like two lanes, and you have to like reserve in advance. And they said, "Oh yeah, we got like a six month waiting list for people who want to bowl while here." Yeah. And um, then there was one. Uh, I know the. W- they they went to Washington D.C. There was a bar in Washington D.C. where they said uh, we've had several presidents, uh, going all the way back to I think they said Teddy Roosevelt coming in here and drinking uh, either a glass of beer or he drank a glass of whiskey or, or something like that. And uh, they, they I think one of the guys asked him, have you ever gotten like a politician who like just came from like Congress and came over here after they voted or, or yeah. went, uh, after a session? And they said, yeah, we usually get those people in here. Uh, they... Uh, they order the strong stuff. <laughs> so, we don't talk politics yeah. on here, but that was related to the whole beer thing. Beer thing and the this I, the I, I I'm loving this beer. That is that is very good, very good. Got a nice color, got a nice taste. No no it bad a- no bad aftertaste. No either. no bad aftertaste. Mm. It even has your quote on here. On the can, your mother was a hamster. Yeah, that's where I got that from. Okay, I didn't know. Uh, I, saw, I saw, I saw it on the top. I thought that just came to you, and then I'm like looking at the can, going, "Hey, your quotes on here." I actually <laughs> said it. I said it earlier today at work. Real quick, here I'm going to seep in a little bit of shenanigans because I did. <clears throat> I was talking to Kurt too. I was like, I might mention this on the show tonight, but and we were to, well, we actually were talking about it before we started recording. Uh, Game of Thrones. So, a friend of mine, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm nerding out. I told, I already told you, I was like, I'm only, I'm only into season two, episode five of this show. And last night I was like, I was googling the houses of each character on there. Yeah. The, and I was like, oh, this is pretty, pretty sweet. They got like an animal and whatnot. And then I googled my family crest, and I was like. I could. It was like a German mm-hmm. kind of crest, and I couldn't really see a good picture of it. So I had my friend Alyssa at work. I was like, Alyssa, can do you think you could make me a banner with the House of Kilmer? And she goes, Yeah. She goes, What do you want on it? And I was like, I was either thinking of a bear or a raven. Mm. And I was like. You know what? Let's go with the bear. <laughs> it, it all leads. It all leads into my fandom of the Boston Bruins. So I'm gonna have a bear, a bear head in the middle of my banner. Mm-hmm. The banner is going to be black, and she's going to put yellow ribbons down the side of it. So it leads back to the Boston Bruins. So yeah, anybody. Anybody that hasn't seen Game of Thrones, I know Charlie said he hasn't seen a single episode, and that's his opinion. But and he's allowed to have it. But you should you should check it out. It's pretty pretty good, pretty good uh, TV series. 
so far that what I've gotten into. Okay. Cool. I'm. That's fine. You're you're fine to go down that rant. I'm like, okay. We we've talked beer. We've talked Monty Python. We've talked. Welcome uh, the Monty Python kind of actually led into uh, Brew Dogs, America's Bars, and then I was like, okay, we need to eventually get to the sports thing. So I was starting to look up like the bracket challenge and yeah, trying to see where we're at. Um, probably dead last. So Daniel's still in the lead. Uh, has 76 points. Kurt is now second. He was third last week when we yeah. had him on the show. Now he's second. He's about seven points behind Daniel. And then there's a three-way tie for third place between you, me, and Brad. And we have 63 points. We're about six points behind Kurt. That's not bad. That's not too better bad. than what I thought it was going to be. Yep. So. So we're going to talk. Well, not... Not to cut you off. Are we going to talk about our trip to darkness? Uh, yeah, yeah, we can we can talk about that eventually. Okay, uh, I just I, I just want to like get into okay. I want to get into some of the sports stuff, and it's uh we're in the second round of the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs, and we are in the conference finals of the ECHL playoffs, the Kelly Cup playoffs. Um. Both game ones are Friday night. Okay. And uh, you have the Grizzlies versus Toledo. And you have the Newfoundland Growlers versus the Florida Everblades. So, Florida Florida versus Newfoundland, Canada. Can you? Man. That's what a be, travel. That's going to be a pain in the ass. That's, that's, that's a bigger pain than Toledo, Ohio... And Salt Lake City, Utah. That is, that's got to be a bigger pain, and that to you got to you have to clear cut. You got your gear that needs to clear customs. You need to go through, um, was it? Uh, got to go through like the immigration checkpoints or whatever from yeah. Canada to the U.S. and back and everything. Oh my gosh, that's going to be a pain. Uh, I hope everybody's. Uh, uh, passports are up to date. <laughs> or visas. Let's hope so. Yeah, work visas. <laughs> and uh, let's go uh, Utah. Or Salt Lake Grizzlies. I'm rude. I don't want Toledo. I don't want Toledo either. I mean, like I said, Toledo loses. It's a good year. Um, I, I, I'm going to stay in the East Conference here. I'm, I'm going to go go Newfoundland. Go Growlers. Go. I would say Growlers also. I'm not a big fan of Florida. I'm just... I I know people from our uh, Cincinnati Cyclones group or the, the Cyclone Nation page yeah. on Facebook. I know people who, they love Florida. They've had... Uh, there's been players that have gone from Cincinnati to Florida, had good careers, and, and people just follow Florida because it's like a second team to them or something. And I'm just like, eh, I've never had a good experience with Florida, so I can't go with them. No, neither have I. So. And just like the the Orlando Solar Bears, really. Solar yeah. Bears. Hey, they made the playoffs. Solar Bears. Then what's then the Jacksonville Icemen? Jacksonville Icemen. The Greenville Swamp Rabbits. <laughs> I tell you, I'm, I tell you who... 
who I'm excited for to come into the e- ECHL next year. Yeah. Is the Savannah Ghost Pirates. I, I can't wait that, for them that to That would be back. my second team. I, I can't wait for them to come in either. Because they're affiliated with, with the Vegas Golden Knights. Man, I, I don't think that affiliation is going to last too long. And I think it's good. I yeah. Mean, I, I think it's good that the I don't know Vegas, who the AHL team. They're called the Silver Knights. The AHL team is the Silver Knights. I just don't know where they're at. Yeah. Like, well, uh-huh. Jimmy, Jimmy, uh, look that up. So, but yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited for the Ghost Pirates, and I think you're. I think Brittany even also said that she's excited. I saw some of their stuff, and I follow them all on Instagram. So their stuff is pretty freaking sweet. Henderson, Henderson Silver Knights. Where the hell is Henderson at? If I had to guess, it's either Nevada or. Um, or uh, possibly California somewhere. That would be my uh, that'd be my guess. Let me dig a little deeper here. Dig a little deeper. Little deeper, little deeper. Oh, the Henderson uh, Silver Knights uh, lost to the Colorado Eagles and have been eliminated from the Calder Cup uh, playoffs. No, mm. um, that sucks. Where are you guys at? <laughs> Hang on a sec. The Dollar Loan Center? <laughs> That's about as worse as uh, as uh, the Kraken's... Uh, uh, okay, I was right. I was right. California? No, it's uh, outside of Vegas. Oh, okay. Yep. Because they're like... There's all... It kept on saying uh, they're hosting events in Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Henderson, Nevada. Yeah, they're outside of Vegas. So... Yeah, I just like I clicked on their web page. Yeah, they're promoting like casinos and everything on their That's like on their uh website. It's like Her- oh yeah, they can't be that far. <laughs> Henderson Henderson Silver Knights announced partnership with Nevada Beverage. Nevada Beverage? Hmm. You ever had Nevada Sierra beer? No. I have not. I don't recommend it. <laughs> had it one time because they had something uh I was at Buffalo Wild Wings and I'm, I ordered a beer. Uh, it was Nevada Sierra. It was Sierra. It was the beer of the month and it sounded good. I, yeah. And then I took a sip of it and I'm like, it tastes like rotten asshole. How would you know the taste of that, Mike? I can only imagine. I'm just saying. Um, the, don't don't ask questions or don't ask questions you don't want answers to, buddy. Um, it was just very it was very bitter. It kind of reminded me of an IPA. It wasn't an IPA, but it, it was like it. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, don't do this again. So, and every time I saw Sierra Nevada was uh, or Nevada Sierra was the uh, beer of the month at Buffalo Wild Wings, I was like, nope, not doing it. Give me the. Give me the extra dollar uh, Sam Adams or whatever on tap. So, yep. But yeah, Ghost Pirates will be a uh, will be pretty cool addition. Of course, they'll be added to the Eastern Conference. Uh, Cincinnati will still be in the West, and of course, that makes battles much sense. Is Wiping your booty hole before you... Well, I mean, who else are you going to move out to the West? You've already got Wheeling out there, too. That do- that doesn't make any damn sense either. So. No, I mean, because you've gone as far east as Wheeling, West Virginia, to move them to the 
Western Conference. But, I mean, that's that whole Western Conference uh, Central Division, you have uh, Cincinnati, Toledo, Wheeling, Kalamazoo, Fort Wayne, and Indy. I mean, that, I mean, the furthest East team is West, is Wheeling, West Virginia. The furthest West team is probably the Indy Fuel. And the farthest North team is Kalamazoo, which makes uh, Cincinnati the farthest, or the furthest South team in the Central. I want to have to order some stuff from uh, the Henderson Silver Knights. Like some of the stuff that they got? I like the. Well, you, as you know, I'm a, as I am a, a pint glass collector. Uh-huh. I also collect koozies, <laughs> I, and I, I like I like their thing. I you might, like their uh, their beer koozies? Yeah, well, take a look, ski. It's all it's all it's like a, a horse. Yeah, it, it, it's yeah, it's the front of a horse that has uh, the 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 armor on yeah, its head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I like I love their jerseys too. Oh yeah, they're pretty cool. I just. Probably wouldn't. I, I'd still get the Vegas Golden Knights. I, I would definitely get this one, but yeah. Um, jersey I, before. The See, that's one. nice. Yeah, the, I wouldn't get the white. The silver, silver freaking lights out, you know? So. Okay. But yeah, that conference finals in the uh, ECHL going on. Um, and second round of the NHL going on, too. Um, I have no idea what's going on in the AHL. And I don't feel like looking it up right now. <laughs> um, so, sorry about your uh, Stanley Cup final uh, champion there, Mike. Uh, yeah. Boston well. losing in seven. Hey, they made seven games. I, I, I'm I, not disappointed. I called seven games, too. I just had a different result. But I didn't have them going any further than after well, the first round. I mean, I'm... So. I, it, it doesn't bother me. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be like, oh, the one. They play, They had a hell of a season. They made a first round exit, like the Cyclones did. So, I've been just watching. Actually, I've been rooting for the Lightning. So, I've been rooting for Lightning. Have a two zero lead over uh, uh, Florida, Florida, going yeah. back to Tampa. My gosh. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, I watched some of that Calgary and Edmonton series. Mm-hmm. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Woo! I was about to say, defense? What defense? There, there's no defense, and there's a lot of, lot of gloves, gloves dropping. They're dropping gloves. It's no the, pun intended. It's the Battle of Alberta. I mean, that's how it is over there. And uh, you either root for Calgary or you root for Edmonton. It's just how you brought up. So you know, I'm actually, I'm actually, I don't know. I think I picked Calgary to win this, but I, I want Connor, Connor McJesus to win this series. You want Edmonton? To I want Edmonton. Calgary. I just, I don't. I was, I was sitting there. Watching. Is it because of the kid? Are you rooting for the kid, the kids' team, Ben for? You know I'm a softy. I know you're a softy, but is that yeah. the real reason? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just I just had to, let, let's cut through the bullshit. I'm okay. The, and and just fess up to it. You're rooting for Edmonton, not because of Connor McGee. No, I Connor, because Connor. of because of the kid Ben who's going through his his illness. 
Correct. Okay. But it, also Connor McJesus. Now, which one is first, Connor McJesus or the kid? The kid. Okay. <laughs> See, <laughs> again, cut through the bullshit. You're really rooting for the, because of the kid. Yeah. It's the same reason why you were like, in 2019, I wouldn't be mad if Boston lost to St. Louis. I mean, the kid has cancer. I mean, I think it would be cool. Yes, it would be cool. But I'm not going to say that. I always said that after the series was over and I, Boston lost. I think you said it before Game 7, but I think you did. No, I don't know. Whatever. And, and, I part, st- and part of me thinks you were... Secretly rooting for St. Louis the whole time, too. Where's your loyalty, man? And you even trimmed before game six and seven of Boston and Carolina. They won game six, buddy. You got lucky. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the home team kept on winning all the home games. And so you go back to Carolina for game seven. Carolina is up, what, 3-1 in the third period? You know what? I should have known better. But... And like I said last week, I'll take I'll take the blame for Game Seven loss. Okay. Since I trend, I'll take the blame, but we're not going to ridicule me for years to come because I trimmed my I trimmed the mustache, not the entire beard, because I did not want to get food in my mustache. I I kept it the whole time. Well, Th- this year I was like I'm going die hard. I don't care. If I get food in the mustache or I'm tasting hair while I'm eating, it's like I don't care any. I'm, I don't care this time. I think I think it's time to go to goatee. Just do a goatee. Yeah, because it's get it's getting a little hot here in the <laughs> tri-state area. Me, uh, me wandering around with a beard, and I'm gonna trim the trim the. I'm starting to look like Jim the Anvil Nightheart here. <laughs> And then, see, I, see, I'm going to keep this going all through the playoffs. Keep the beard anyway. I said I was going to trim the mustache if Boston lost. And Boston yeah. lost, and I, I I gave it a day, and then I was like, okay, I trimmed the mustache. And then after I trimmed and I could see my lip again, yeah, I was like, my upper lip looks naked now. <laughs> I, I was so used to it being you know there for so long, and then I trimmed it, and I'm like, man, my upper lip looks weird now. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I will follow suit with you. I'll keep my, I'll keep my beard going until. But I, I'm trying to convince uh, Brittany, uh, Mrs. Drop the Glove, CEO, COO of the show. Yeah. I'm trying to convince her that when the playoffs are over. I'll get rid of the beard, but I'll keep, keep the, the mustache. mustache. And she's like, you either get rid of all of it, or you can keep all of it. And I was like, well, it's my face. <laughs> and she's like, but do you want to kiss me? And I'm like, damn it. <laughs> she got me. Check me. <laughs> I, I tried I tried a, a mustache. And I've never tried the mustache. I'll have to show you the picture. I'll have to show you the picture after after the show. I, it's always them. been goatee or before, like, or before the mustache even came in. I only had the chin strap be, or a beard. Yeah. And I, but before the mustache came in, and then when the mustache came in, it was like goatee. And I, but never have I gone full blown mustache. And I'm kind of like, I kind of want to see what I look like. And Brittany was like, Okay, go ahead, trim it down. You have the mustache, take your pictures, and then you get rid of the mustache. That that was her compromise. I was like, 
<laughs> I look like Farvo from Super Troopers with a with a mustache. Just you you don't want to get rid of the corners because then you're gonna start looking like a certain um, dictator. <laughs> like, no, we don't want that. No, you don't want that. But oh, so a good beer. So now that your championship team is out. Uh, Boston. So you're rooting for Tampa to win it all? Go three yeah. No, I, I seriously the way they're playing now, I'm saying I, I Toronto is a hard team to play in that first round. Toronto is always like they're they're the little engine that could <laughs> Well they want to. They're the little engine that wants to, but somehow they blow it. I mean they what was it wasn't it uh three one again or I three think so. two? 3-2, I think. It was like 3-2. They had two games to try and close it out. They couldn't do it. It's like, and the tradition continues. <laughs> and I, I don't know what they got to do. I don't, I don't know what Toronto has to do, but, I mean, whatever they thought they were going to do differently this time didn't work, obviously. Still lost in Game 7. It's the worst two words a Toronto fan wants to hear. Playoff run. <laughs> All right. First round exit. Three words. <laughs> I'll take Maple Leaf's greatest fear for 300, Alex. <laughs> what is losing in the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs? Uh, what is game seven? <laughs> hey, it's you're, both, da- you're both right. It's a daily double. But, I mean, so... Toronto pushed the the back-to-back Stanley Cup champions, Tampa Bay, to Game 7. Yeah. And then you go into the Florida series, and the first game, they just wipe the floor with them. Yeah. And then the second game goes almost to overtime, and you have a goal scored with like 3.8 seconds left in the third period. It's like, oh, the heartbreak. And now you're going back to Tampa with a 2-0 lead. I think it's a wrap for the Panthers. And I thought you were going to yell at me. No, but, no. Uh, I, because I did. I did wear my lightning hat today. And I was like, oh, Charlie's going to Charlie's no, going to no, me. No, I, I won't. I won't. If Tampa was playing Boston, I may throw a fit. Yes. But since Boston is out, Tampa's in. I would have worn my Boston hat. You know I would have. And uh, so I'm okay with you wearing Tampa Bay, and the and the fact that they have two zero lead going back to Tampa and everything, it's like wow, they look good. They don't look like the team from the first round where they had to struggle and fight and get their way to a game seven in Toronto, and uh, and it's like wow, where is where was this team in the first round? You know, was Toronto that good early in this? in the series and then game six and seven Toronto phased out or was it Tampa Bay just turned on the gear and was like okay we gotta we gotta flex some muscles here yeah we gotta show them who's back to back champs yeah we, we gotta show them who's boss here so you you know how we said that we were going to purchase uh, Knights jerseys or yeah. sweaters yeah I think I'm thinking about 
purchasing me a Lightning jersey also. I, I at one time thought I was going to get a Tampa Bay Lightning jersey. But yeah. that was back when uh, Cincinnati Cyclones player Corey Conacher yeah. got called up and started for Tampa Bay. Because I was like, ooh, I want a Corey Conacher Tampa Bay Lightning jersey. Because yeah. he was here for a week with Cincinnati, had a hell of a... Week had a hell of a week. I mean, he had a hat trick in his second game down here in Cincinnati with the Cyclones. It was like, damn, this guy is good. And then he goes to Tampa Bay like a week or two later. It's like, okay, you know what? He's the real deal. I think I'm going to get a Corey Conager Tampa Bay jersey. That was it. I, I never it never came to fruition. It yeah. was just it's like, oh, I would really love one. And after that, it was over. So, but uh, Vegas. Definitely, because I just want to piss off the rest of the NHL community because I don't understand their hatred. I don't either. I, I really don't. don't. It, it still boggles my mind that they have this much hate for for Vegas. People, people just are pissed off. Like, and I, I've said this. They find the most pettiest reasons to get pissed off at another team. Well. The fact that they came in their first year and yeah. almost won the cup. It's like, come on, Cyclones did that in 2008. And then when the Cincinnati Cyclones came back from um, cause they, their hiatus, their hiatus from the uh, IHF yeah. or whatever. IHL. IHL, sorry. IHF is Hockey Federation, not that one. IHL, Hockey yeah. League. And that when they came into the East HL in 2007-2008 season and they won the Cup, it's like, what? I mean, they had the best uh, home record, best road Record. They were the Bram Cup champions in 2008, yep. and then they ended up winning the, the Kelly Cup in six games against the Vegas Wranglers. I mean, it's like, why? What's your deal here? Oh, you you mean you mean you're okay with teams coming into this? You're not okay with teams coming into this league and you know winning? Winning? Yeah, it's like the same thing with Vegas. You're not okay with this. I mean, but at the same time, Vegas had the greatest, I still think, the greatest expansion draft I've ever seen. Yeah. It was like there were guys on that were left unprotected from a whole bunch of teams. Marc-Andre Fleury was still the biggest, like, and they're, and they're biggest stupid. name that they picked up. And, and they, they were stupid for letting him go. And then I think they're also stupid that they let go of, uh, was it uh, Gerard Gallant? Uh, the head coach. Oh, definitely. And I, it's like, what the heck? But, yeah, it's like, I, I just don't get it. I don't get why they hate Vegas, and because of that, I'm and I, I'm, I'm not like a closet Vegas fan. It's just, I don't understand the hatred, and because of that, it's like, you know what? I'm going to poke the bear, so to speak. Yeah. And be like, I'm going to poke the league and go, hey, Vegas fan, right here. So, um, did you happen to catch uh, some of the uh, coaching uh, announcements that were made this uh, this previous I week? I saw some that you posted, but it, some, yeah. I know somebody uh, stepped down today. Think the Dallas head coach? Dallas, uh, Dallas Stars head coach stepped down today. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was, uh, yeah, that was, early, um, that was Friday afternoon. Yep. Stepped down. That, that's that's a shocker because yeah. Dallas made it to the playoffs and everything, and th- uh, I don't know if there was talks of an extension or something, but maybe the coach was like, you know what, I'm done. Um, 
I, I need to take a step back. What I mean, it could be personal reasons. We don't know the whole story yeah. right now. Um, Dallas Stars announced that Rick uh, Bonus will be uh, stepping away as head coach. B O W N E S S. Yeah, bonus. <laughs> Wow, he wasn't expecting a bonus. <laughs> Maybe that's why he stepped down. Um, <laughs> and oh, then, dad joke. Yeah, dad joke. And then, uh, and I'm not a dad yet. Uh, and then also hearing that the Winnipeg Jets are interviewing Barry Trotz for the head coaching position. Uh, that that'll be cool. But you know, the one coach that I would love to see come back. Sports. Torts. I want to see John Tortorella come back. I want him to step down from e, from his ESPN hockey analyst position, and I want him to come back and coach in the league. It's like, come on. I mean, I love Torts. He, he can't do the Islanders. The Islanders already named their replacement after Trotz was let go. Go to Vegas. And then is Vegas is open. Vegas is open. Go to Vegas. So is Dallas. Dallas is open no, too. No. Trots or Torts, Torts in Vegas. I, I would love I, I Torts. Torts. In Vegas. I would then I definitely go buy a Vegas sweater. <laughs> I love. So I'm sorry. I loved him when he was in Columbus. I I did too. I mean, I think Brad um, said he even loved Tortorella in Columbus. He was a good coach. Um, he didn't hold back any shit. He just let it flow. I, I love. I always loved his press. His post-game pressers. Yeah. Oh, I loved him. I mean, either he was one pissed off or he was in a good mood. It was like you either lost, he's a, he's in a he's in a bad mood. Yeah. If you won, it's like, okay, is that your phone ringing or something? Did you ever see that one where no. somebody's phone was ringing and he was actually in a good mood? Yeah. And that and um, uh, the guy's like, I, I'm so sorry, coach. And it's like, well, who is it? It's my mom. It's your mom? Let me have your phone. <laughs> and that, So he takes the guy's phone, and he's like, um, I can't he knows. He knows who the... The reporter. The reporter. He knows his first name or whatever. Yeah. And, that, and he goes, is this uh, so-and-so's mom? It's like, yes. Uh, your son is uh, currently in a uh, post-game uh, interview right now, and he can't come to the phone. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he's like, it's okay. I just thought you should know. He's a good kid, isn't he? Yes, he's a good kid. That's what a good mom should say. <laughs> Could you see one of our moms doing that? No, I couldn't. <laughs> my mom would be like, let me talk to Mike now. Give, give me the effing phone. This is important. And if, Vegas, if he goes... if. Torts' name is thrown out for Vegas. Oh, please let the rumors be true. Just let the rumors be true. It's like Tortor John Tortorella is in talks with the Vegas Golden Knights. Oh, yes, please. Yes, please. Torts, if you're hearing this. Somebody from ESPN or from NHL Network or something. Message Torts. We want him in Vegas. We would love to have him in Vegas, but if he doesn't go to Vegas... I'll settle for Dallas. I'm not a Dallas Stars fan, yeah, but I. I but I would settle for Dallas because he'd at least be back in the league. Just don't go to Schittsburg. Oh God, no! Just just don't go to Schittsburg. Don't go to Montreal. That's it. 
I, I'd be fine with that. Uh, after those two, I'm fine. Yeah, you're good. After that, yeah. So you'd be all right if the Toronto job came open? Would you? They're not going to fire the guy at Toronto. <laughs> I'm just saying. They're not going to fire him. <laughs> and if I'm proven wrong that the guy is fired and then all of a sudden we hear John Tortorella is looking into another coaching position, I'm going to be praying real hard. I'm going to be praying hard. I'm going to be like, Torts, listen to me. You don't want to go there. <laughs> I'm just... I'm just... I was asking look, the question. Look at Mike Babcock, okay? Look what he did. He went from Detroit to Toronto. What did he do in Toronto? Nothing. <laughs> That's it. Just go to Vegas. Go to Vegas. Go to Dallas. Just just don't go to Toronto, Montreal, or Pittsburgh. If any of those jobs open up. Any of them. <laughs> <coughs> but, yeah, got coaching... Uh, so Winnipeg is looking at trots. Dallas Stars head coach uh, has resigned. Vegas fired uh, their coach. So there's some openings out there. So there's some openings. We'll never know. Could see some coach flip-flopping or whatever going on. Uh, the Islanders already named their new head coach. Uh, I guess he was an assistant under trots. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, yeah, we'll just see what happens over this offseason. You never know. and it'll, it'll come up maybe during the Eastern Conference, Western Conference Finals. We'll hear something during the Conference Finals where it's like, oh, so-and-so is uh, now the new uh, head coach of Vegas or Dallas or Winnipeg. Winnipeg. And, then, and then, who knows, may hear another name being dropped where it's like, oh, he's been fired after leading the team to – the playoffs for the past couple years or whatever. Yeah. So. Just never know. Just never know. But, yep. <laughs> that was that was fun. What? What was fun just, about it? Just torts. Torts. Yes, please come back, man. Please come back. It still sucks that he got... Was he let go or did he step down I don't from know. Columbus? I, I can't don't remember. Know. Neither can I, buddy. And then... I think he was let go. I think I think Columbus let let go uh, John Tortorella, which bothered the crap out of me because it was like, man, you had an actual good playoff run under him. Yeah, where were they this year? Oh, that's right, they didn't make the playoffs. They didn't make it. I was pulling hard for you, Brad. I was pulling hard for. Sorry, Brad. I didn't mean uh... the same thing with Daniel. I was pulling hard for the Ducks and because the the Ducks look good. And that until the second half of the season came into being. I mean, because the Ducks were in that top three spot yeah. in, the, in the Pacific. It was like, all right, let's go Anaheim. And then the second half of the season started, and it was just mm, trades started going. Uh, Getzlaff uh, announced retirement. I mean, it was just all well so much for a good season. Yeah. I think, I think it's funny. I saw the... I saw where Arizona State won't let yes the Phoenix Coyotes yes. put the logo at center ice. They will not. Yeah, Phoenix, what is it? the Coyotes are not allowed to change the ice at all at Arizona State University. At all. So it's all in-house advertisements. Yeah. So whatever is on the ice, on the boards, up banners, whatever, is in the stadium... That's it. 
Coyotes have no say. So if the Coyotes have a sponsor from from their previous tenure at Glendale yeah. or whatever, that doesn't come to Arizona State. Arizona State keeps the in-house advertising and also not allowed to change the design change the center ice logo. That is wow. Now now remember how I said Arizona State was going to be the one that terminated the the contract agreement to yeah. lease this out? Now I'm thinking it's going to be Arizona. You threw this curveball in here and this knuckle puck and it's like, you know what? I think I think the Coyotes are going to be like, you know what? We'll save you all the trouble. We're going to fold We'll look for a home elsewhere. <laughs> uh, we, we've heard we've heard a few cities being thrown around. We we may just move. <laughs> I still say I still say ASU is like you know what nah get out. Well, I mean the fact that they agreed to a three to a five year agreement, three to a possible five year agreement there, it's like. Oh guys, get ready to be disappointed. <laughs> yeah, um, just get ready. Start start looking for another city to. And, and the fact that Fe- uh, was I always want to say the Phoenix Coyotes because that's what they were. They yeah. were the Phoenix Coyotes before they became the Arizona Coyotes because Phoenix did not want to be associated with the Coyotes, um, or the city didn't. The city did not want their name attached to a subpar team, um, but the Coyotes. Um, I lost my train of thought. Crap. <laughs> brain fart. Yep, brain fart. It's gone. It's gone. Yeah. yeah move on. <laughs> just, just move on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. Ding. Ding. I think that's the first time in like two weeks that I've said it, that. It's been forever since we've had the. It is what Ding. it is. Ding. Ding. <laughs> <laughs> I had to do that on purpose. <laughs> So, do we want to go another round of the uh, Holy Grail? Or yeah. Are we thinking did. something different? We got one more Guinness, and we got a couple highlights. You know there. what? Let's finish the, the Holy Grail. All right. You know what? We should have got us some chalices. Ooh, and that would have been good. Next time we get this, we got to find us some chalices. And then we could, we could be like, yes, we are drinking from the Holy Grail. <laughs> Yeah, we find some gold chalices or something yeah. like that. So I wonder I wonder if we got any gold chalices that work. <laughs> or well, where I work. Where you work, yeah. Where I work. So. I don't want it You don't want it exploding on you. Again. No. That's happening as me hitting the top of the beer can, guys. That's an awesome pour, Charlie. Thank you nailed you. it, bud. Got it got it down this time. So, uh, was it Daniel sent uh, sent me something the other day? I did not see this coming. Uh, I didn't even hear about it because it's May, and I'm more focused on either baseball news or this or hockey playoffs news. Yeah. But he sent me something the other day, and it had to do with um, was it um, the Pac-12? Um, was it? Uh, they are eliminating their divisions in college football. So it'll be the top. So instead of having a north division and, and the a south, south division yeah. winner um, to play in the Pac-12 championship, 
it's going to be the top two teams in the Pac-12 overall by a conference winning percentage. And they said Pac-12 is the reason why the Pac-12 has done this is because the NCAA has come out saying that conferences no longer need no longer have the requirement of um, divisions Division, yeah. inside their conference. They can now do just one whole conference or they have the option to keep their divisions if they think it's simpler, which I think is simpler. I would think. And that uh, they said the ACC, um, the um, the Big 12, and the SEC are likely to follow suit. Didn't say anything about the Big 10. But those uh, other three conferences are likely to follow suit in getting rid of their divisions yeah. inside the conference. And, it'll, and because the Pac-12 athletic director believes that they'll have a better shot that way of having at least one team qualify for the playoff. Uh, because instead of having, like, having to worry about a... Um, having to worry about like um, Oregon in the north versus USC like USC in the south they'll be able to have two teams that are like top 10 rankings have a shot at least when if somebody wins their Pac-12 championship yeah. or something like that I don't I I feel like you're going to complicate things by getting rid of this Getting rid of divisions. Yeah. And it's going to be your top two teams based off of conference winning percentage. Well, but then that means you get to schedule the conference games however you want. No longer splitting in between divisions. No, I mean, now you get to pick who you want in your conference to play. Because the Pac-12 said they only play like eight teams in their whole, um, their whole conference. Yeah. Like one team plays eight, eight opponents in the Pac-12. They don't play all teams. And that, and they said the same thing with the ACC. The ACC only like schedule seven. It's like, well, then you get to pick the weakest seven. Yeah. If you're Clemson, you get to pick the weakest seven. Duke, North Carolina, Wake Forest, Boston College, um, Virginia, um, Virginia Tech, Virginia Tech. I mean, my gosh. I mean, yeah. And with the SEC, Alabama, we go like, okay. Give me Kentucky, Vandy, Tennessee, Texas A&M, Missouri, um, Texas, yeah, Oklahoma. You ever see the SEC shorts? On I still have not watched that. There, there is one. You gotta follow the channel because they have some really good material on there. There was one where they, um, it was when it was announced Oklahoma and Texas was leaving the Big 12 and coming to the SEC yeah. in 2024. Yeah. Yeah, 2024. Um, so we got a whole another two years to we wait. We got two years to wait till that happens, but we have one year until possibly Cincinnati goes from the AAC into the Big 12. And they'll play Texas and Oklahoma at least possibly once if the Big 12 does depending on how they schedule the games with that one and only year they're in there together. Um, but, uh, yeah, they got some great material. And one of the one of the videos had Texas who was coming into the SEC, and it's like, 
Uh, the guy has like uh, bandages around his uh, head and like uh, a cast on his arm, and he Texas jersey or whatever. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, oh hey, how's it going? Just you know, taking a look around, seeing seeing how the conference looks. May join. May. I heard it was official. Official? No, 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 no. It, it, it's not official yet. We, 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 we may stay in the Big 12. You, you never know. And, that, and then all of a sudden, the SEC rep comes up and goes, no, 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 it says here in this clause here that you, you guys signed up for at least a couple years agreement to be in the SEC. And the guy, Texas guy, grabs the contract, starts reading it, and goes, oh, 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 I'm sorry. There it goes into the paper shredder. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, it's like Texas comes and they also want to leave at the same time. <laughs> oh, wow. And then um, there is another video where Texas is in a room by themselves with Arkansas. <laughs> that's, another, that, that's another one Alabama can add to the list. Because they're not going to... Hey, Arkansas had a good year last year, okay? I mean, granted, it started off too strong for everybody's good, but then towards the end, they started becoming the Arkansas of old, but they gave some hope to some Arkansas fans. Oh, and another one. So Alabama, this will be Alabama's schedule if they do away with the divisions. Old Miss, Kentucky, Tennessee, Fandy, Arkansas, LSU... Kentucky, Tennessee, <laughs> Texas A&M, Texas A&M, Missouri, Missouri. <laughs> so Alabama and LSU and Georgia have teams to pick from. The you know I was about to say, they- and and I'm serious. I I pray to the football gods that Kentucky, in my lifetime, probably not, will make it to the play the. Well, if they extend the playoff, yeah. If they can extend, if they can extend the playoff from four to eight teams, it could be more likely Kentucky would eventually get there. But granted, it'd be kind of like what UC did this past year, where yeah. they got in, but the playoff committee was like, "We don't like you. We don't like the fact that you made it, that you went undefeated, and everything. So we're going to give you Alabama." Knowing Kentucky's luck. It'll be that kind of scenario where Kentucky had that good of a year. They probably didn't play. They probably didn't even play Alabama at all in yeah. the season until they got to possibly the SEC championship game. But they're still good enough to get in, kind yeah. of like Georgia was. Yeah. And oh, here Kentucky, you'll face Ohio State. Yeah, you get to play Ohio State, or you get to play whoever from the Pac-12 or something. Or, yeah. Here's Michigan. Well, no. They they beat Michigan. They've beaten Michigan they and, beat, Penn, and Penn State. They have beaten uh, two Big Ten teams in bowl teams in bowl games. Yep. The Penn State one was a lot more fun though. Yeah. But yeah, I just Daniel sent me that the other day, and I I did not hear about it because, like I said, I've only been paying attention to two sports right now. And I I saw something where I don't like it. I saw something. Yesterday and today, that uh, Saban, uh, there's a spat going on oh, between yes. Saban and Jimbo Fisher. Yeah, Fisher and Saban are going at it right now. It's like, oh, please tell me these guys play each other. They, they do. They do. Yes! Because it's something about the NIL uh, where the players get paid 
for their likeness and stuff. Yeah, they can... name, likeness, jersey number. Yeah. Yeah. And Saban, I don't, I didn't read all of it there again. I, I just... but, but Saban was accusing A&M of buying their players yeah. with, the, with those NILs because Alabama, or Saban believes that Alabama doesn't have to do that because you're it's Al- Alabama. You're Alabama. It's like you come here, you, you're either one, a star already, or by the time the season's over, everybody will pretty much know your name and, and number. And you'll win a Heisman. And, and the chance of winning a Heisman. Yeah. And a national title. But yeah, yeah. I just I thought that was the funniest shit ever. Like, ooh, this is going to be an interesting college football season. I can't wait till the first LSU game. Mm-hmm. Why is that? Brian Kelly. I cannot. I, I cannot wait. To I wonder who we, they play. I got to find out who they play because I hope LSU gets donkey stomped. I'm sorry, Bri- I, I gotta have it announced by now. I I seriously, and I told you this when they announced when he left Notre Dame, before he left Notre Dame, that I didn't like him. This just made me despise him even more. <laughs> That's too funny. Uh, I, I went through. Uh, I went immediately to the SEC football yeah. uh, tab on on my app and was like, "Oh, they didn't play a bowl game last year." <laughs> LSU. Yeah. Well, it's they like, sucked. Oh, that's funny. Um, Sorry, Joe Burrow and uh, Jamar Chase. If and, you guys listen, and they're going to be going to uh, what is it? New Orleans. New Orleans. And then Bengals play New Orleans, uh, what was that, week seven? Hold up. Um, I did I did tell Ty that there the the Bengals do play Oh yes! Thank you! LSU season opener versus Florida State. That oh thank you. Thank you. But but anywho's I was awesome. uh, I was telling Redbeard, that um, that the Bengals play the Browns on his birthday, mm. and I told him I was like, "Yeah, we'll we'll be uh, going to that game. I gotta find a schedule." They did. Ha- I I saw something as well this previous week where they announced some of the biggest uh, uh, games that were going to be played. Uh, I know. I know. In, we didn't in get prime time uh, for the. The uh, Bengals have five prime time games this year. Ooh, the most. That's cool. Yeah. We since we didn't get to talk about it last week. No, we didn't. We were stuck on the big red rant. Um. Um. They play the Saints week six of the NFL uh, schedule in New Orleans. After six, they, okay. They opened. Well, while we're on the Bengals, we'll just go through the schedule. So uh, they play week the first, the home opener is week one against the Steelers. Then they travel to Dallas, Texas, to play the the America's team, the Cowboys. Oh, that's a win. <laughs> and then they go to the fall, week three. They go to uh, to New York to play the Jets. Hopefully they don't. This is not a trap game for them like it was last year. In uh, week four, they play 
The Miami Dolphins at home Thursday night game. Ooh, cool. Which I might be going to that game. And then week five there, which is, a, I think it's a Sunday night game um, against the, the Baltimore Ravens. Week uh, six, they're against the uh, New Orleans Saints at in New Orleans. Week seven, they are uh, at home against the Atlanta Falcons. Halloween night, Monday night football, Cleveland Browns. And then the following... Er, Wait, they play Monday night football against Cleveland? Yeah. <laughs> oh... Oh, goody. And then, let's see here. They're at home. We'll just... I can't figure out the weeks. But the no, November 8th, they play at home against the Carolina Panthers. Then they're followed by their bye week. November 20th, they play the Steelers in Pittsburgh. Sunday night game. November 27th, they play in Nashville against the Titans. Oh yeah. I wanna to go to that game. I wanna to travel to go to go to Nashville. Then um, December fourth, they play the Kansas City Chiefs at home. December eleventh, Cleveland Wait, Kansas City comes to Cincinnati? Yeah. Yeah. Tickets for that's going to be. Well, oh, they'll bitch. be sold. They'll be I've, sold out. Yeah. Weeks weeks prior. Um, December eleventh, Redbeard's birthday. Uh, Cleveland Browns here in Cincinnati. Then uh, December eighteenth, they go down to Champa Bay oh, against Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh. Then the next week, Christmas Eve. They're in New England. And See, then, I'm more worried about Tampa Bay than I am New England. I think we can beat Tampa Bay. See, I, I feel like the opposite. I feel like we could beat New England, but not Tampa Bay. Want to put a wager on this? Remind remind me when we get closer to okay. the NFL season. And then January 2nd, New Year's Day, Sunday night or Monday night football against... The Buffalo Bills here in Cincinnati. And then... That should be a good game. Oh, dude, I can't wait for that one. January 7th or 8th, depending on the flex, the Bengals are at home against Baltimore to end the season. Dude, I'm, I'm excited. Uh, we Bengals fans should be excited. After the year they had, they should be really excited. And but, you know what? But I'm, I'm really disappointed because I even went back a week or two ago... And I looked at their draft class, and I was very disappointed. I think I was more disappointed about that draft class than any other year. Yeah. Uh, because it was like, okay, you signed, during the offseason, you signed two free agents who were offensive linemen, big guys, big names yeah. from big organizations. That was awesome. And we thought, okay, great, they're going to build on that in the draft. No. There's not a single offensive lineman that was drafted by the Cincinnati Bengals in in this year's draft. I'm a little disappointed because uh, I was like, I was like, please, I, I I don't care if the guy is like from North Dakota State University. Yeah. I don't care. 
as long as you got somebody. I mean, he. I mean, you could have had somebody playing for Presbyterian University out of Texas. I don't care. It's like just somebody else picking up two guys in the off season was like was the precursor of hope for Bengals fans who were like, yes, they they're actually going to build a line for Burrow. Yeah, they're actually going to do it finally, and. Going into the draft, it was like, I mean, I mean, was I think the, the draft, whole first round not a single quarterback was drafted, right? Uh, I think one, or at least one. But I mean, uh, one like fir- toward, towards the. But usually the first round, it's always like wide receivers, quarterbacks, quarterbacks running backs. Um, was it defensive ends? I mean, it's always these big guys who made big play making differences. In, col- in their college football career. And then this first round, it was kind of like, wow, everybody's kind of like rethinking here, rethinking their strategy. It's like, you know what? Maybe we don't need to get another quarterback. You know what? Maybe a wide receiver isn't the problem that we need yeah. to be addressing. And that's, so it's like, I think teams were starting to look at like Cincinnati and going, okay, Cincinnati flipped the script here. We need to start looking for real here. So, but, but Cincinnati didn't do it. So let's see here. Uh, I think uh, everybody. I think everybody except for one player was like all defensive players. Yeah, um, their college free agent signings. See, I, I don't think that, I don't yeah, think the looks, defense was that bad. I mean, granted, the defense can always be better, but I don't think it's that bad where you have to draft all but one guy to a defensive team. And I think well, the they got they got an offensive player in the college um, free agent signing, uh, Desmond Noel from Florida Atlantic. Again, no name school. I don't care as long as you guard, got somebody. Guard center Ben Brown from Mississippi. Um, Let's just hope development can bring up the guy from Florida Atlantic to. I guess to par at least. I guess LS means long snapper. Long snapper. That's what I would guess. Yeah. Uh, Cal, Dominate. I don't know. He's from Pittsburgh. Offensive tackle, Devin. Cochran from Georgia Tech. Okay, so they've got uh, so corner a cornerback from Allen George from Vandy, wide receiver Javon Haley. You saw something in a Vandy player? <laughs> Javon Haley from Coastal Carolina, Carolina, wide receiver, linebacker Clarence Six from Texas San Antonio, um, corner corner back from. Uh, Delonte Hood from Peru State College. Halfback Shamari Jones from Coastal Carolina. And then you got uh, wide receiver Kawami Lant. Well, <laughs> like, oh. Fudge. I just butchered his name. So, he's from Kansas. Wide receiver. Guard Desmond Noel. Noel. From Florida Atlantic, wide receiver Kendrick Pryor from Wisconsin, safety cor- corner Bucky Radley Hiles, 
What's what's with these names? I don't know. But anyway, I, okay. So so what, and then they got a Kentucky player, Justin Riggs, tight end. Okay, so they have picked up some offensive linemen in that list, or at least some names that could be associated with the offensive uh, side of the ball. Um, that's that's fine. I just we'll see what hap- what happens when we get to um, training camp. And who makes the roster? Who makes the practice squad? It's just, please, for the love of God, I, I just hope their offensive line is actually good. We give Burrow more than just three seconds. On a happy note, this happened May 2nd, but they did sign uh, Kevin Huber. They uh, re-signed him to a one-year deal. That's cool. Good, good. Um, they, did, they did draft an offensive lineman in the draft. Cordell Volson. Out of where? I don't know. Okay. It's all right. Don't worry about it. So, going back to the college football aspect. uh, So, I found this exciting games in the month of September. So, I knew there were really good games coming in the month of September. Because I saw something um, a couple days ago where I was like, oh, yes, please. And that, but okay, real quick, Mike, what do you got? So you know how we were talking about North Dakota State. They picked up somebody. He, yeah, the offensive lineman Cordell Volson is offensive line North fourth round pick, round Called four it. pick one thirty six offensive line North Dakota State. I called it. Sweet. <laughs> okay. Hopefully they develop that guy. Um, so. Exciting early games in the month of September of the uh, 2022-2023 college football season. So we got um, September 3rd, Notre Dame versus Ohio State. I will be rooting like crazy for Notre Dame. Want me to throw you a jersey? You're throw you a jersey your way? Yeah, something. There, I got you, boy. I got you. uh, But, yeah, that will probably be the first of many games to come to where I'll possibly – Root for Notre Dame. Okay. Grandma or Aunt Pat, Grandma Pat. Yeah, Grandma. Will, Grandma Pat will be happy, and so will my mom. She she may even put in a good word for me <laughs> upstairs. Be like, hey, hey, hey. You know how I said he was a bad kid? He was a bum. Yeah, he he's rooting against Ohio State here. Yeah. Um. Yeah, bum rock. We got we get a preview. Of what could come in 2024 in the SEC. Oh, Lord, what? September 10th. This is not going to be good for Texas. But Texas will host Alabama. September 10th. I don't know. I don't know if I want to hook them horns or say roll tide. That's a preview of what's to come in two years. Oh, that's going to hurt. That's going to hurt. Um, September 17th, Oklahoma versus Nebraska. Uh, How's that a big game? Oklahoma being a big team. Nebraska was was a big team, but now that they're in the Big Ten, they've kind of drifted. Became the bitch of Ohio State. September 3rd, get a Pac-12 versus SEC matchup. Oregon versus Georgia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, come on. You got a Ducks jersey to throw my way? I may have a jersey. Well, 
I don't know. Uh, you it, know what? No, it, I got a T-shirt. It may be a little too small for you, but I got a jersey and a T-shirt. So. I got I got a T-shirt. I'll I'll have to go somewhere to purchase me an, another Oregon T-shirt. But September fourth, LSU will host Florida State. We mentioned that earlier. So oh. Oh, 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 fear the spear. September seventeenth, Penn State will go to Auburn again. That could be a good game. Could be. Could be. But it's up to Auburn who shows up. Well, if it's the Auburn who played Alabama in that game in the Iron Bowl last year where they look good until the fourth quarter, it won't be a good game. See, I'm torn with this game. Because you have a cousin, right? Yeah, co- or well, our, co- our cousin. We have a cousin through who went to Penn State. Correct. And then Redbeard's girlfriend is an alum of Auburn. Correct. You know what? Go Nittany Lions. I'm, I'm going Nittany Lions. I don't, want, I don't care, Redbeard. You know what? Uh, I'm going to say War Eagle. I, I'm I'm going with the Nittany Lions. Well, we'll have to we'll we'll have to make a wager on this one too. When? <laughs> well, eventually we'll have to we'll, we'll have to do our picks. We'll. we'll Bring back the college football picks and everything. That too. was that was actually good. We we did a good job last year. Yeah, we did. It all, it, all, it came down to the Army Navy game to decide who was the winner. Uh, and then the last, I don't get how this is a, an exciting game, but whatever. Uh, September seventeenth, uh, University of Miami, Florida versus Texas A and M at A and M. I don't get it either. I don't see how that's an exciting game. Neither do I. I mean, I left out a few team. I left out a few games in the year because I didn't think they were going to be that interesting. Who's the teams that you left out? I left out September first. You're going to have West Virginia versus Schittsburg, uh, University of Schittsburg. I will not bring shame to the house of Pow. Go West Virginia. I mean, I I'd be rooting for West Virginia, yeah. But at the same time, I don't think that's an exciting game. I mean. Yeah. Pe- I mean, University of Schittsburg had a okay run last year, but I don't think it was that good to where it's an exciting, exciting game. game. Yeah. Uh, September third, you got uh, University of Cincinnati traveling to the University of Arkansas. So, if it's the Arkansas that started the first half of last year's season versus UC who made it to the playoff, it could be a good game. But if it's Arkansas of old. Versus UC, then I hope Arkansas fans are okay with seeing the score being like forty-eight to three, or something. Well, they don't have Desmond Ritter. UC doesn't have Desmond Ritter. Granted, UC is going to be missing a lot of big name players, but I do believe UC is a bigger school than Arkansas. Therefore, you are going to have one heck of a trounce. Okay. Okay. And that, Let's yeah. see if this ages well. Yeah, we'll see. And then uh, the last game that I left out was uh, the Utah Utes traveling to the Swamp to play the Florida Gators. That's going to be an ass whooping. And it's not going to be by the Utes. No, no. I was about to say, Gators are going to eat them alive. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to be yeah. good. Uh, no, no. 
But yeah, I mean, there are some big, exciting games in in this list. The ones I left out, it's just like, eh, it depends on who shows up. Yeah. I mean, granted, I thought- granted, to your point, you see missing a lot of good key players yeah. who they had last year for their undefeated run. Um, could be a difference going into Arkansas. Yeah. But... If I mean, but if it's the Arkansas that SEC fans have come to know and expect, I don't see it being a very good game. Okay. So. I mean, I'm just I'm not doubting UC's ability to ability, but I'm just saying they've they've lost. I don't know how many UC players got drafted in the NFL draft. There are a lot. It was quite a few. I think I think it was like five or six of them that were drafted. But I mean, any given Saturday, just like any given Sunday, depends on who shows up. And I thought I thought Notre Dame and UC were going to play like a home and home series, unless twenty twenty two NFL draft uh, University of Cincinnati had nine players. Drafted. Okay, well, I was way off. So, nine players were drafted. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I mean, if UC is starting from scratch and Arkansas is, not, is just starting from where they normally are, yeah, it, it, it could be a good game. It really could. But if UC has developed the players to where they come in, they take over those nine player spots that got drafted. Yeah. And they could potentially become another AAC champion. Then I think I think UC is just gonna go into Arkansas and have some uh, pulled pork barbecue. See <laughs> Okay. I mean like we'll, we'll we're just throwing we're throwing shit against the wall to see if it sticks right now. Yeah, I mean we we're months away from yeah. these games happening. I mean they, they've just been announced a week or two ago. We are just now coming across them for the first time, and it's all pretty much of based on our opinions or based on what we saw last year yeah. from these teams. And given the fact that you see. Had a great year. Until they got to the playoffs. Until they got to the playoffs, played Alabama, and then had nine players drafted. It's all a matter of, okay, are those nine players that got drafted easily replaced by the development of the coaching and everything by the University of Cincinnati? Or is it more of a struggle to figure out who's going to take over the QB spot? Who's going to take over the wide receiver spot who's going to take over whatever spot it, it's all a matter of what are we going to see because i'm going to say that's got to be the first game for both arkansas and uc so there'll be butterflies on both sides yeah they'll probably be like that uc indiana game last year where it's like a shootout yeah until the very end and whoever has the ball last yeah wins the game yep i mean you just never know just never know it it I, the only thing I'm going to say, or the only prediction I'll have at least, is um, just don't don't be surprised with Alabama. Just n- nobody, please don't be surprised that Alabama is in the top five, top four after the first 
Was Nine it? weeks. Twelve. Was it? They play twelve games. Twelve uh, games is a regular season. I think so. Okay, don't be surprised they're in the top four in, after the first three weeks. Just, just don't be surprised, guys. And because I, I don't want to hear, I don't want to hear anybody on uh, was it college uh, game day? Yeah. Tailgating from wherever, going. Well, Alabama's three and zero going against. Shut up. We kind of all saw that one coming. Okay. Well, this is this is the thing, and I know I might get a lot of hate for this, but you know what? I, I don't care. This is what's wrong with the SEC and pretty much all all of college football, with the exception of a few teams because they're at least attempting to play big schools. But college football, you got the SEC, Big Ten, ACC, whatever flipping conference you're in. At least the three are, there's no preseason for these kids. You're going to play cupcake schools until you hit your conference, your conference schedule. Or vice versa, because there, there have been times where Alabama will play those big-name schools in the beginning. Yeah. And then they'll play the cupcake schools towards the end. So. Exactly. It's just, guys, it, it's... I know the smaller, excuse me. I know the smaller schools are like, okay, yeah, we know we're gonna get, get our asses kicked, but they're in it for the money. A big payday to just get your asses wiped up and down the field for three hours, and the game not even be close. I get that part, but let's schedule bigger name schools. You know, the first four weeks to see where you are truly at. You know, okay, Alabama, you're national champions. First three weeks, let's put you up against Ohio State, Oregon, uh, Penn State, Oklahoma, Oklahoma, uh, UCLA. Let's see where you're at. Hmm. Notre Dame, Ohio State, Alabama, Oregon, Michigan, you know, just UCLA. Yeah, big schools. Big put, schools. Put, put them in big conference games against uh, LSU, same, against same. other teams. Yeah. It's, the, the so-called playoff teams. Yeah. Uh, granted, I'm a Notre Dame fan. But I want to see somebody other than Miami of Ohio or Purdue. Yeah, I know there's rivalry. Purdue used to be good. They used to be real good. You know, USC used to be great. Yeah, big time used to be great. You know, same way with Michigan. Does the, the name Carson Palmer ring a bell with some people? Mark Sanchez. Or um, Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush. That was who I was going to say. Yep. But, you know, go out there and play. It's not that hard to find quality teams. Well, you do also have to realize that these games are being scheduled years in advance. Exactly. You don't know which teams are going to be those big powerhouses later down the road. And the coaches or, and, and whatnot. Or which ones are going to be cupcakes in a few years. You don't know which one, like, like um, let's say West Virginia and Pittsburgh, and then 
probably nobody saw Pittsburgh having the year that they had in the ACC last year. And uh, to where West Virginia, who had a pretty good uh, football team in the Big 12 or or went from the Big East to the Big 12 eventually, where they they were a big deal. But now it's become the opposite, where it's Pittsburgh is the powerhouse and West Virginia is seen as the cupcake school. It's all a matter of... Well, I'm not. T- I'm not talking I mean, about the, the, West Virginia being the cup, well, a cupcake. I, I'm talking about Appalachian State. I, I, or, I understand where you're coming from, but at the same time, these games are scheduled years in advance. We're talking like at least two years in the future, where these games are being scheduled, and you don't know who is going to be either the super, ha- the not really the superpower, but like. You don't know which team in two years' time is going to be the team that is like, oh, this is, could be a good game in the first week, or this, or it's going to be one of those like, oh, man, did you see the year they had? This is going to be a cakewalk. Well, the, the Notre Dame-Ohio State game, that was announced like in the early 2000s, mid-early 2000s, because... Me, I was sitting with a friend, a friend of mine. They put like, twenty years into the future for this Notre Dame Ohio yeah, State game. Some somewhere because I remember sitting at a friend, a former friend's, sitting with a former friend, going, "Yeah, we need to go to that game. How old are we going to be?" He's like, "Oh, we'll be in our forties. And I just laughed at it. I was like, "No, no effing way!" And he's like, "Yeah, we'll be I, in our." So it was. I mean, that's your that's your perspective. I'm not going to. Try and say yeah, right, you're wrong, or anything. It's just, it's just these games are scheduled years and years in advance. I don't think they're scheduled twenty years in advance, but if that's your opinion, that's your opinion. Because uh, I, 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 I just don't see how you're going to schedule a game twenty years in, in the into the future. If you're going to schedule between like two to five years, I can totally see it. More than five, it's like. You don't even know what the freaking what the freaking college football. Uh, so I'm pretty. The, I'm the pretty, whole college football sports la- gonna landscape look like. is. Yeah, the landscape. You don't know what you're going to see. But I'm pretty. In five I'm years. pretty sure that was announced like in the early two thousands, because I haven't talked to this person in quite a while. Okay, and I, it, I, I'm just saying it just seems it, to me scheduling a game. I'm not saying you, but. If you're going to announce you're going to play a team in 20 plus years, it, it does not sound right to me. That that's all I'm saying. It just doesn't sound right that you're going to schedule a game 20 something years into the future. It's like, why can't you schedule it in under 10? I don't know. That's all I'm saying. So, but that. I mean, I'm, this is—it's just what I—I I, th- I can remember because I know exactly where I was discussing this with said former friend, and I could be off by a couple years. Mm-hmm. I could be off by five years, but I know it's been—it's been a minute since I've talked to this former friend. So I—I'm pretty sure it was early in the. I, I'm not gonna look it up. I'm, I'm not gonna try and prove you wrong here. Oh no! Or anything. It's just. It just seems. It just seems absurd to me. That's it. 
I, that, okay. That's my opinion. It just seems I'm absurd not, that you're going to you're that anybody. I'm not saying it's just a Notre Dame or Ohio State, but anybody would try and schedule a game 20 years into the because game. it's supposed to be Notre Dame playing at Ohio State, and then Ohio State goes to Notre Dame. 2022, and I think 2023, Ohio State plays at Notre Dame. Okay. It's like a home and home and home thing. Yeah, you you switch back to back years. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm just shocked that 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 would be a possibility. That that's it. I mean, because I'm like I'm trying to fathom it. I'm like trying to like. Really? Guys, <laughs> yeah. listeners, if you if you can doubt me wrong, we let you know where we were at. Yep. What? Again, Charlie, repeat our email. And that guys can email us at drop the gloves podcast, all lowercase, all one word, at outlook.com. Guys, I gave you Facebook. Drop the Gloves Podcast 1 and Twitter, Gloves Mike. Even my own personal Instagram, Drop the Gloves Mike. Reach out. If you... Prove us wrong, guys. Prove, prove me wrong. I'm not either... I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah. Either you prove him wrong or you prove me wrong. I mean, it's one of two. One of two things happen here. Either they've announced this back in the year, like before 2010, or they've announced it since... Who knows when, and you're just confusing memories. I don't know. I mean, it's just all up to what we can find, or what they can find. Drop the Gloves Army. So. so. <laughs> it is what it is. Ding. Ding. <laughs> Ding. <laughs> all right, Charlie. So, um, well, how are we looking on time? I mean, we're a few minutes over, but, I mean, do you got anything else? Not in particularly. I mean, I was I was one of the. Or we could talk about our trip to. Uh, oh, Darkness. that's right. We totally for. I totally forgot. We said we were going to do that. Yes. You know what? Let's let's close out with that. Okay. And then let's close out with that. So, last week, guys, we made the second stop on our uh, brewery tour in the Greater Cincinnati area. Uh, back in April, we went to Beer Kiss. And now our trip for the month of May, we went to Darkness Brewing in Bellevue, Kentucky. And uh, it was a pretty good experience. Yeah. I mean, I've been there quite a few times, and I I loved it. I felt bad because I bailed on you. Yeah. But that's what happens when you get old. You forget <laughs> dates. And whatnot, and I for I forgot that I had a previous engagement with two of my other friends going to a concert, but how was the concert? By oh, the way, oh dude, two hour rain delay was freaking worth it. Uh, Garth Brooks put on a hell of a show, and I'm not a country music fan. There's a few country artists I love, but that was the best effing show. Uh, and you know I've seen Tom Petty, I've seen The Stones, mm. I've seen all these bands. And I was telling my friend Emily, I'm like, that that Garth Brooks just went, is already hit the number one spot on my top five concerts that I've been to. Mm. That that 
that takes the number one spot. Mm-hmm. So, um, so we get there, and uh, the first beer we order is the Windu's Fury, which was a blueberry blonde ale. You can't really call it a blonde when it's like, blue. Well, it's purple. purple. It's purple in color, and uh, but it was pretty darn. Dude, good. I loved it. I loved it. That was the best beer that I had there. And uh, you went you went one more round. I went two, two uh, more rounds. But I, I, I had three rounds. Oh, that's right. You had the Bellevue Common. Yeah. That's right. I'm sorry. But but we've had the Bellevue Common on the show before, yeah. so we knew what to expect. You knew what to expect. Yeah. Um, we ordered food. You had the grilled cheese. Grilled. Was it good? Dude. You can't beat grilled cheese. <laughs> grilled cheese and French fries. <sighs> I know it's from a food truck too. So. Yeah, I, and I had uh, their burger. Yeah, burger was burger was okay. Um, I I just wish they had more condiments with it. Yeah, like if they had mayo, mustard, uh, a dressing, something. Yeah, and but all I got was ketchup for the fries. And, um, I mean, the burger was cooked well, I mean, and everything, but, I mean, there wasn't anything special to it. It was, it was a burger and fries. The fries, I thought, were the best. Oh, the fries were definitely Were the best part of the whole meal. Well, the, the grilled cheese, I just... I, I should uh, Well, you got the grilled cheese. I was looking at the, uh, the fish sandwich. Yeah. Because the fish sandwich sounded good, too. You had fish, cheese, coleslaw, and pickles, and I was like... Oh, that sounds good. But I was like, no, I gotta try a burger. I got, I gotta have a burger. So I yeah. tried the burger, and burger was okay. The fries, though, were the best part. Okay. Well, to each So, Windows Fury Blueberry Blonde Ale. That, yeah, guys, go to Instagram. I got the pictures up there. Uh, it, I will, I will post my pictures. It was crisp. It was refreshing, especially for a hot. May yeah, that, that 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 was would be another beer that you could probably put over ice. Pro- possibly, yeah, possibly. Uh, was it when we went up there to order and you and me both got the Windows Fury? There was a guy off to the side who was like, "Man, that's a popular seller today." And the yeah. bartender behind there was like, "Yeah, we may run out today." <laughs> <laughs> like, ooh, yeah, good, then we better get it while we can. Exactly. Uh, so then, um, second round. You had the uh, Hond Rollo. Uh, that was a chocolate brown ale. How was that, dude? I loved it. I, I, I was like, I opened myself to something. The first two rounds, I opened myself up to something new mm-hmm. to try because I, when I went, when I have gone to Darkness, all I've had was the Bellevue Common because mm-hmm. I was like, I, yeah, I was being a puss. But I, but I also talked you out of doing the, um, uh, was it Man on the Moo? Yeah. And I, I talked you out of that because you, you said you wanted to try it, but yeah. it was because it was like a, uh, it had lactose. Yeah, and I didn't want to feel like shit during said concert. You didn't want to, yeah, because you're going to get baked in the sun and the humidity. You just didn't want to, you just didn't want to have an upset stomach by the time Garth Brooks came yeah, on the show. Yeah, well, I did have an upset that stomach because we went and ate before the oh, show. So you had extra, you had more food. Before. Yeah, we had Mexican, so uh, I held in a fart for two hours. 
No, how would anybody know it was you if you let it out at the show? It would have been loud. Oh, okay. Because the two previous ones I did, I was in the restaurant. But if the music's loud, then... Dude, again, loud and you smelt my farts. Not not intentionally, on accident. I can't believe we're talking about this. Guys. Oh my gosh. But when I... Because me and my friend Shannon... Mm. Yeah. No, no, no. Okay. We were we were going back and forth during the beer line, going to the beer beer lines, and then one time she would go to the bathroom to do her business, and then I go and do mine. And the I only went to the bathroom twice during the show, or not even during the show. We were there a couple minutes early, or probably about an hour early, and then we had a two and a half hour rain delay. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we were just drinking, and I was like, and after the show started, I looked at her, I was like, we're done drinking. I know you got a kids-free night, <laughs> but we're done drinking. I'm not going to the beer, standing in the beer line during the show. Hmm. It's not happening. I want to enjoy myself. She's like, okay. So, but the two times I did go to the restroom, it was a long toot. Hmm. Both the two times I went to the bathroom, and then when I got home, it was like a, a forty-five minute fart. <laughs> and they said the same thing that you said. It's like, Mike, why didn't you just? I'm like, because I'm with two, I'm with two women, and I didn't want to think anybody, I didn't want anybody to think it was you two. So I was trying to be a gentleman. So I held it in until I got home. But anyway, let's continue about darkness. So, you didn't do the man on the moon. Because I didn't want you to have an upset stomach with the heat coming down on you. So, you went with the Honrolo chocolate brown ale. That was good. It was excellent. And I did the Indiana Cascade Anomaly, which was a dark ale. And that was pretty good, too. And I both... um, Again, guys, go to the Instagram... Uh, drop the gloves podcast and you'll see the pictures um they're side by side the uh the The chocolate brown ale uh and the dark ale they're next to each other in the the second picture you had a bellevue common that was your final round before you took yeah and i had to pound that and that and then i sat there and i tried to get either Brittany or i tried to even get my parents to come out and try the brewery with me um and Eventually, my dad was like, I don't want to deal with the concert traffic, so would you be okay meeting us somewhere else? I said, no, I, I don't think so. I was kind of planning on stay, staying here. And watching the Bruins game. Well, finish the last round. I just wanted yeah. to finish the last round before I went home and watched the game. And that, um, and he's like, okay, we'll try another time. Brittany was like, no, I'm done. I'm I'm going to stay home. I was like, okay, I'm going to finish this beer and I'll be home. I didn't finish the last one. The Mayan, you, did, you, did like, you didn't care for the Mayan Sacrifice? The Mayan Sacrifice kicked my ass. Really? It, yes. And I, I took a few sips and I was like, this, I mean, it, I mean, you know how we were looking up what is an Imperial Stout or what yeah. is a Golden Imperial Stout? It looks good, but it has that rich cocoa was, was, flavor to it. 
Oh gosh, that cocoa flavor was awesome, but the alcohol behind that flavor oh, it was like a Ric Flair dirty, dirty shot. I mean, it like uppercut me. I mean, it was just like you take a sip and you're like, hmm, not bad. You take another sip and all of a sudden it's like, bam! Oh, I mean, it was like, damn, I don't know if I'm going to finish this. And so I was like, I, I challenged myself. I said, okay, I'm going to try and finish this, but if I can't finish it, I'm going to get to the label on the glass. Okay. If I can drink down to the label where it says Darkness Brewery, I'll consider that a win, and I'll go and head on out. Close out my tab. So, and I even got a shirt. Well, you got a shirt? I got a shirt before I left, too. Uh, that, that's the only thing that made me mad. Is like, I didn't grab a shirt because I was I wore that black T-shirt, and I'm sitting there sweating my ass off. I was like, way to go, Mike. You're a dumbass. <laughs> and, and of course, my two friends were like, yeah, you are. But we've known, they've known me for 20-something years. Thinking, What's new? So I went up to the counter to close out my tab, and uh, I put the glass, the half yeah. Half full, half empty, however you want to look at it, on the table. And I looked at him and I said, dude, that kicked my ass. And he was like, you didn't like it? No, I liked it at first. But the more I drank it, I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to walk out of here if I finish that. <laughs> <laughs> and then so I put it on the counter and he said, are you done? I was like, yes, I'm done. I want to close out my tab. And he's like, okay, it's going to be this much. And I was like, you know what? Let me get one of those shirts up there. What shirt did you? Uh, I got the purple one with the uh, with the darkness brewing on the back or whatever. So good choice. I, know, I went with that one. I'll show it to you later, and then we'll we'll have Instagram after show pictures with it possibly yeah, too. Because the shirt I'm in is. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I I got the shirt, closed out the tab. I I drank some water before I got in my car. Yeah. And I drove home, and uh, yeah. I mean, it was the darkness was pretty good. I think I would try something different on the menu. Yeah. On the food menu, but the beer, besides the Mayan sacrifice, was pretty good. So on our on our uh, scale we, on scale our scale, of, which we still haven't done the beer kiss one, by the way, uh, we haven't given our rating on that. We just we when we came out with our uh, review of yeah. beer kiss. We, that's when we came out and said, oh, we'll do a scale of one to five beer cans or something like yeah. that. So I, for Darkness, I'm going to give it a four out of five. Okay. Darkness is a four out of five. Beer Kiss, um, I'm going to go with four out of five as well. Okay. Beer, beer Kiss was a four out of five. And the only reason I gave it a four for Beer Kiss is because I didn't know there was a matinee event going on and I'm not taking points I'm not taking anything away because of that yeah it's just I wasn't expecting it it was new it was interesting but I mean the all the beer was good that we had yeah. there and the, and, and, the, and the pizza was good too it's just the experience was not what I was expecting and it's not even it's not like a I wasn't expecting it in a good or a bad way. It's just yeah. one of those neutral where it's like, oh, okay, I got to expect this next time if I come in here at 2 o'clock on a on Saturday, Saturday or, or a Sunday yeah. where they're going to have a matinee show. I just need to expect that next time. Didn't know. So I'm going to go four, 4 out of 5 for both Beer Kiss and Darkness. Okay. I I will have to agree agree with you on both. You know, 
I've been to Darkness. I I love the place. Don't get me wrong. And I did. It's just uh, I don't want to give a place high numbers, and then we have someone say if we go somewhere that you and I have never been before, and we're like, oh yeah, this is, and it blows beer kiss and darkness out of the freaking water. Mm-hmm. I want to save. I want to save that perfect score for somewhere that we haven't tried yet, yep. or you know something that. It strikes it strikes our well, that that five for five score will come when either one of us have gone to a place we haven't been before, yeah, or it's one of those places where you and I both haven't been and we just have the time of our lives. It, it, that's just how it's going to be. Yeah, and that and I mean, don't don't get us wrong. Yeah, we love beer kiss. We love oh yeah, and hell and darkness. Yeah, we love both of them. It's just the I. The Mayan Sacrifice was a bad choice on my part. It sounded good. That's why I got it. But I didn't like it. That's on me. The food could have been better. At least the burger, at least. Yeah. Could have, could have been better. If I had probably gotten the fish sandwich or gotten the grilled cheese like yeah. you, I probably would be, wouldn't be be complaining, and I'd probably give it four out four and a half out of five or yeah. something like that. Because, it, again, if I still went with the Mayan Sacrifice after you left, I would probably be like, eh. So... Well, like, you can't go wrong with two beers after a Star Wars movie. Oh, the, and both of them. Well, you tried both of them. I tried yeah, I talked you. I tried to talk you into getting the Hans Rollo or well, the, the Han Rollo. The, the Indiana Cascade caught was, your eye. Caught my eye. It was like, ooh, Indiana Cascade Anomaly Dark Ale. It's like, oh, I need to try this. I mean, I I would have probably gone with the Han Rollo. Uh, chocolate brown ale. Yeah. If I didn't find anything else on the menu. Uh, on the beer, on the draft beer list, yeah, uh, appeasing. If, if I didn't see the Indiana Cascade, I probably would have gone with the um, the Han Rolla. I probably would. I probably would have followed suit. But okay. but we didn't, and that's okay. I mean, it's the same thing with beer kiss. Beer kiss, you and me tried the same thing, and no, we we only tried we only tried the same last beer together. Didn't you? Didn't you kiss. have the prickly pear or the? No, I didn't have the prickly pear. I had the cerveza when you had the prickly okay, pear, okay, yeah. And I had the Miss Patterson, and you went with, with uh, the um, Lud Light. The Lud Light. Yeah. yeah. So it's okay that we don't try the same beer when we go. It's yeah. just a matter of what looks it catches appe- your eye. Yeah. What is appeasing to each of us, and you and I have. Different tastes. Different tastes to some regard. And that's okay. I mean, nothing says when we go to and try all these breweries that we have to try the exact same beer. I mean, if we try the first one, the second one, last one together or whatever, that's fine. But, I mean, at the same time, to each their own. Exactly. So, four out of five, and we're probably going to go to the Braxton Barrel House on uh, Dixie Highway up in, uh, was it... uh, Fort Mitchell. Fort Mitchell, yes. Fort Mitchell next. And then after sometime that... Sometime in June. Sometime in June. We'll, we'll try and schedule a Saturday or a time to where we can go out there and yeah, try, gotta, try we, the place. Because I've never been to the Barrel House, and I drive past it every day to and from work. Yeah, I've gone past it quite a few times, and I'm like, I want to go there. I want to go there. And I've yet to been. Or I've... Yet to be. Yet to be. Yet to be there. Yet to be there. Yes. Thank you, Charlie. You're welcome. And then I didn't pass English, but I at least knew uh, how to say that. <laughs> uh, 
But, and then, during the concert, I was telling you, or on the way to said concert, I passed another brewery that's on our list to visit that I found by accident that was pointed out by one of my friends. And she goes, hey, oh, hey, there's a brewery up here. And then my other friend, Shannon, she goes, yeah, we just walked past it. We looked in. <laughs> we looked in. Well, that, that that brewery will be on our Ohio tour when we get finished it's over here in Kentucky. On the good side of the river. And that uh, depends on how you look at things. Yeah, well. Some people can say Cincinnati is the good side of the river and Kentucky is the bad side. And people on Ken- in Kentucky can, uh, Kentucky can say this is the good side and Cincinnati is the bad side. And it's just well. a matter of perspective. It's all about where you've grown up. Wow. I, mean, I used to say the same thing when it came to the Licking River dividing Kenton County and Campbell County in northern Kentucky. Yeah. I always thought Campbell County was the better Kentucky out of Kenton. And then I moved over here in Kenton uh, County, and I'm kind of like, why the heck was I even living in Campbell? <laughs> All this, because you got you got Boone County over next door. You got Florence. You got Hebron, the airport. You got, I mean, it's like, why the heck did I want to stay in Campbell? <laughs> Because that's all we knew. And my dumbass well, is still in Campbell. And I, well, yeah. For 43 years. Uh, hey, I lived in Campbell County for 27? 8? I can't remember. <laughs> 28 years? And I, but now that I'm over here, it's like, okay, it's not as bad as I thought it would be. Because from my perspective, when me and Brittany bought the house and uh, over here in Kenton County, I was like... Oh my gosh! I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna have to deal with burglars, uh, carjacking, murder, shooting. I'm gonna hear shootings at night. I don't know how I'm gonna sleep, and it's like none of that. Luckily, I haven't had any of that happen. Knock on wood. Yeah, knock on wood. Seriously, but I mean, I haven't had any of that happen. Granted, I am well armed. I'm well prepared in case of anything like that does happen. But luckily, nothing of that has happened. So, but I mean, I, I'm. St- if something was to come up in the near future to where me and Brittany so- sell the house and we move somewhere, and that. I mean, there's nothing wrong with going back to Campbell County. Nothing wrong with it. It's just if our kids end up going to the Campbell County school system, I'm going to have to try and get used to wearing the purple and gold. And I don't know if I can do that. Okay, let me ask you this. Would you leave your former high school out of this? Okay. So, out of these colors, which would you prefer? Blue and or black and gold. Okay, I know who you're referring to. Green and white, not your school. No. Okay. Yeah, I I'm, I I understand where you're coming at. Yeah, coming from. Blue and gold. Uh huh. Or white and blue, or blue and white. Who's the blue and white school? You had me until the blue and white school. Where do I live? Oh, okay. Well, and okay. and and lastly, I I was like, I, you had me at when when you were saying black and gold. I was like, okay, I know where you're coming from. When you said green, I was like, I know where you're coming from. And then when you went blue and gold, I was like, okay. And then I was expecting the next one. And when you said blue and white, I was like, what? I forgot one. Red and black, or black and red. 
And then you have the gold, the gold and purple. And then, I mean, if I lived, clo- if I live close to any of the first four, probably be those four. Uh, I I would rather have sent my kids to some, one of those schools before I put on the purple and gold. To be honest with you, if I had to really choose, if I really had to choose where I sent my kid. It would probably be the black and red. Okay. Uh, I I I would be okay with sending them to the black and red school because I know because I know a family member who has gone to the black and red school. They made it out alive. They were a smart cookie, so they they're good. I I can I can totally get behind sending them there. Okay. Green and white would have some fam- familial. Uh, background there yeah like oh man we haven't had one of you here in forever (laughs) and then if it was the black and gold i'd be like what the heck am i doing here what about the blue and gold depends on how much tuition is (laughs) oh yeah that's true too i was about to say that blue and gold school that's pretty pricey man well they they remodeled the place (laughs) oh yeah they gotta get their money somehow yeah (laughs) Wow, we went from Monty Python to talking about high school school colors and where I could send my future kids to. Oh my gosh. You uh, just never know what you're going to expect here. I, I, would, I, would, I would either, if I still lived in Campbell County, if I, or if or when I do have kids, it would probably, sadly, it would probably be blue and gold or blue and white. But I'm leaning more, more. Blue and gold, the blue and white. I was about to say, you want to be associated as a cake eater? I don't want to be associated uh, no. as a cake eater. We made fun of the cake eaters. Yeah, so did so did we. Everybody just... made fun of the cake eaters. But after living in said city for so long, <laughs> I am not. I, I I have family members who went to the blue and white school. They I... live next to Trisha Mackey. Uh, from Fox 19 Channel News. I mean, it's like... It's you like, mean oh. Channel 19, or Fox 19 News, Channel 19. 19? Whatever. 19 is in the freaking name. It doesn't matter when you put it in there. And if you put it in there a second time, it's redundant. See, I didn't pass... I did, <laughs> I did not pass English class, but yet I know some big words. <laughs> well, I've known big words too, buddy. So what's this? Uh, what's uh, this episode's big word there, Mike? Persnickety. I don't know what it is. Hang on. No, 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 no. We done. We done. We we've gone over the mark and and then some. So guys, if you've uh, made it this far in the show, congratulations. Congratulations. We went from Monty Python to talking about high school school colors and where we possibly would send our kids to. Um, we announced uh, where you guys could follow us and find and subscribe to the show at the beginning of the episode, so we don't need to do it again here because, again, that would be redundant. Ha! Word of the episode. Booyah. Beatcha. <laughs> so, guys, that's going to do it here for us in the pony box of um, for episode 72. I am co-host Charlie. And I am co-host Mike. And we will see you next time. In the penalty box.